Hi, it's Chris Watkin here, and I'm joined by Claire Yates, who's pretty big in the game when it comes to training both estate agents and solicitors to work better to each other. The, point, the question I want to ask you, Claire, is this, is you recently did some training with solicitors and estate agents in the same room. Yeah. How did that go? Talk to me. Fascinating. First of all, most people um, say, oh, I'd love to have been in that room to see what happened. The core of it was communication and they had exercises to do in teams. And the only way they could communicate was very short meetings lasting no more than a minute with only one person talking on either side. They could also write short messages, almost tweet length of something like 32, whatever it was, characters. And the other one is that they then had to go and relay that information back to their teams. So very much like a conveyancing transaction. One team had to prepare a big flag with all of the colours and the shapes in, and the other one was actually collecting items for a joint project. Um, it didn't go as smoothly as everybody thought it would. And the reality was at the end that actually everybody said that they felt the whole the whole industry, the residential property industry, should go on something like this, to really learn that what you think is clear communication is only clear if the other person understands what you're saying. That actually short messages can sometimes be the worst because it's the unsaid that's missing and the importance of very, very clear, concise instructions. So when you think about what's been happening recently, you can see how relevant it was. It was a huge amount of fun because we also had conveyances and estate agents working as a team with one goal. So what were the, give me some takeaways that, that, you, that they're going to put into action, which we could probably help the boys and girls in the estate agency land out today. Okay, so be careful with your use of email because people read with a tone of voice and if they're in a good mood, they'll read it as a happy email. And if they're in a bad mood, it could appear rude. So be very careful how you write an email and don't assume people are reading it the way that you're writing it. The second one is your instructions must be absolutely crystal clear. And sometimes it's worth writing it, walk away and look at it before you send it. Because sometimes people are going to follow up on those instructions. Um, and thirdly, check understanding. Don't assume that what you've sent across has been understood, but actually to go back and check and say, the email I sent you yesterday, did that all make sense? And what are we going to do about it? Because if you don't do that, then you could still end up sending somebody on a complete wild goose chase or a massive misunderstanding. Um, how do people get hold of you if they are interested in doing some training? I mean, again, you're not paying me to do this, but, no. but I think it's important that we share what you're doing because this is, this is revolutionary. How do people get hold of you? So thank you for mentioning that, Chris. Um, I've got a really short website. It's cytraining.works. That's it. So if you go onto my website, all my contact information is there. Claire's also on LinkedIn. That's Claire without a while. And I. That's right. Okay. And you can check her out there. Um, she knows her onions. Thank you for your time today. Thank you.